Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 65 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, your official Pokemon podcast from comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, and as always, I am joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. I am here. What's up? I'm about to leave after hearing that. <laughs> I hate you, Christian, so much. You have to say, I'm sorry, but you just have to, that one time, just say, I'm here as if you were All Might from My Hero Academia. <laughs> Like, that's all I ask. Don't let I'm me know here. what's happening. Yeah, uh, you know, I, 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 I will say that, you know, on Slack, um, you know, on our, on our company chat, when I, like, will pop up in the mornings and stuff like that, I, I usually say I am here, and that is where that originated from. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, the soul-draining nature of the uh, situation that we all collectively continue to find ourselves in um, has reduced the level of enthusiasm I can muster for any given mm-hmm. reporting. Well, thanks for bringing us all down. This is yeah. your <laughs> weekly dose of everything Pokemon related. You name it, we're talking about it. Everything from the video games to the trading card games to the anime to beyond. It's got Pokemon in its name. We're talking about it for sure. Yep. We even uh, talk show- about more obscure Pokemon, <laughs> like, you know, ones that no one cares about, like Geodude. Yeah. Stop it. Uh, the show's broken up into three parts. The first part is a just headlines of the week kind of thing. We roll through those and we take a little break and we do a bit of a deep dive. And then Christian regales us with the Pokemon fact of the week. All in all, it's a good show. It goes about 40 to 50 minutes depending on the day and the tangents that we make. We, are, we don't have any tangents. I don't know what you're, what you're talking about. <laughs> This is basically all tangents. (laughs) (laughs) So, with that, let's get into it. Pokemon Go, guess what? Made a bunch more money, as it does, as it usually does, but this time, an exceptional amount. Yeah, so uh, the report is, is that Pokemon Go had its single biggest earning day since 2016 uh, during Pokemon Go Fest. Um, now that probably includes some like late ticket buyers, like people who like bought the ticket, but you know, like, you know, waited until like the day of to purchase the ticket. But Mm -hmm. that also just includes like people like loading up on Pokecoins so they can get their like Pokemon storage situations, their, you know, item storage situations, their incubators. Yep. Their raid passes, which no one used during Pokemon Go Fest because you know, that's, situation is still kind of borked thanks to um well the pandemic 
Um, but yeah, no, uh, Pokemon Go. And the good news is, remember that all ticket sales uh, was getting donated to various charitable causes, um, which is even better news. Um, so, you know, a portion of that large amount of money went to some very good causes. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Niantic keeps the lights on for another like 15 years, thanks to that. <laughs> it just makes me wonder if they, they looked at like how much money they made and was like, so doing go fest from home <laughs> like i really want to know like i i would be all for this trend to continue but i could also understand you know people who would make the effort to go and travel to the places I mean, to go you know they, in physical locations. they got a whole three dollars from me this past week so no that's three dollars yeah. more than what they usually get out of you that's this true true so they, they got work. money out of me to up my storage to catch more Pokemon. <laughs> that was yeah. a brilliant move honestly yeah. brilliant you know, move i bought a that. i bought uh, remote raid passes and wasted all six of them that's very unfortunate See, it really Jim, is unfortunate you need to invite people to go to do those raids well, it's I had people so invite me, and some days. of those rooms were full, except the problem is two of those raids, my game froze on me. No. So I was like, ah. And then I just burnt the last one trying to get a request yesterday, and uh, no dice. No dice for Jim Viscardi. It's all right. Well, that's basically the norm for you. Get it one day. Yeah, but get it one day. on the plus side, because of those aforementioned technical difficulties, Pokemon Go is doing a uh, Pokemon Go Fest make update. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like a make good event. Um, give me one second. I pull up. It just reminds me of like when you were in school and you purposely were sick on the day that they took like yearbook pictures <laughs> and then they surprised you out of nowhere with the makeup day and you're not ready. So, or maybe uh, that was just me. Maybe I was the only one who consistently <laughs> did that. It was a goal of mine to never be in the yearbook. <laughs> I I mean, I never really thought about the yearbook. I don't even think I own a yearbook from any of my school day experiences. Um, like, you know, I might have one from grade school. But yeah, I don't have any of my high school yearbooks. Um, but getting back to that Pokemon Go makeup date, it's uh, August 16th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And uh, Pokemon featured in the Fire, Water, and Friendship Habitat hours will appear more often to anyone who purchased a ticket to this event. Also, uh, ticket holders will get um, two incense, two remote raid passes, plus gifts uh, open during that makeup event uh, may contain rare candies. Oh. So, you know, those uh the habitats line up with when like they had kind of like the max traffic and they were kind of experiencing those um you know lags Just and the, gameplay where it, was, mm-hmm. where it was really slow yeah yeah hmm. that's pretty solid yeah so <laughs> nice little makeup uh, event that's going on there yeah. um but no dino is that how we're gonna say it yeah, I, I, I'm assuming it's how it's pronounced. I really hope it's how it's pronounced because if it's not, um, someone will let us know. <laughs> yeah, no um, Dino and eggs. Yeah, God, yeah. So someone did. So uh, you know, I just saw like a study. So like everyone is complaining because like one of the big features of this Pokemon Go Fest is like 
you might find Dino in seven kilometer eggs. And like somebody, you know, did like a giant egg pool stat and pulled in a bunch of people and they found like five out of (laughs) something. Like, I think it was like five out of 1,162 eggs. Oh my gosh. So like people are annoyed to, to, be you know say it mildly i mean it's like the freaking riolu situation you know riolu has been out in pokemon go for like a year and a half and i still don't have one of those stupid pokemon because there's no way to get them besides seven kilometer eggs and they're so freaking rare it's kind of like what's the point actually i take that back i think they're now also appearing in 10 kilometer eggs but also incredibly rare and it's like you know i patch like four or five of these freaking eggs a week like i am not I'm, I, I don't consider myself to be a hardcore player by any stretch of the imagination, but I get my walks in. I'm always mm-hmm. making sure that I have at least one egg cooking. Um, yep. And so the fact that I don't have a Riolu speaks to how rare those stupid things are. And it looks like Dino is going to be the next one. So, you know, I look forward to never getting those Pokemon. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, I, oh, like you're not, genuinely. You're not, you're not bitter at all. Well, no, it's, it's, it genuinely drives me up an effing wall. Like, you know, their rarity scales are so freaking capricious. And also, like, you know, just make some of these freaking Pokemon available in the wild. I am trying yeah. so hard not to curse. I know. I, I appreciate the, like, uh, the I've restraint. had to catch myself like four times during this. <laughs> it, it drives me nuts. It drives me freaking nuts. Like, you know, like it took me forever to get a gibble. Like, Garchomp is one of my favorite Pokemon. And the fact that, you know, like, I only, up until this event, I got one. A whopping one from an egg. And I probably walked that thing, you know, in order to get enough, like, candies to evolve it and use it to a usable level. I probably spent, like, two months walking that damn thing. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's absurd. Like, you know, I understand wanting to incentivize but then there's whatever the heck niantic is doing with some of these pokemon it's it's absurd it's it's just obnoxious i mean Uh, obnoxious i mean it's not obnoxious for some of the other people who um you know do get it i mean no i'm pretty sure it's obnoxious for everybody just you know some people find it to be like oh thank god you know i actually managed to like beat the you know like odds you know like you're more likely to get hit by like a meteor than like get a dino (laughs) i mean like i mean that is true like like it it is more likely that you're going to catch like you know like flesh-eating bacteria from your tap water than get a dino it is more likely that you're going to win the lottery twice and not like the puny like win like five million dollar lotteries we're talking like the mega millions uh, did we just lot- call five million dollars puny <laughs> i mean in the grand scheme of like lottery like you know like you know there's there's like you're 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 like oh you know like we're offering like a grand prize of like three million dollars and then there's like the mega millions it's like yeah you know it's like that three million dollars is literally like your you know what what we'll be giving to like the person who like like uh you know, the, the, the company that actually sold that ticket, that's how much money, you you know, that's that portion mm. that they're getting. Like, um, you know, like the ones that go for like a freaking $500 million. 
like the mega millions, like the big, the big ticket items, the ones that, you know, <laughs> you're absolutely. All right. So would you rather, would you rather win the mega million lottery <laughs> or catch one of these Pokemon? I mean, <laughs> I'll take the mega millions and I'll tell you why. Because then <laughs> I will hire. Hire someone to farm yeah. the eggs. No, I'll hire like, you know, like a dedicated like staff that just gets these eggs, walks them and then trades them to me. Damn. And I will singly revitalize the economy in this method. <laughs> there we and go. This is what the bourgeoisie looks like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christian, why don't you tell us what's going on with Pokemon Unite? Uh, so there are some leaked, uh, an alleged leaks, uh, leaked screenshot came out, which uh, confirmed a couple of new Pokemon. Um, one of the interesting ones is it looks like, so Dreadnought is going to be in it, which makes sense. Um, I think Greninja, um, which I don't think that was a um, known thing. Um, of course, Greninja's and, in it. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. Um, and Wigglytuff is another one, which... Did not expect that. Uh, yeah, that's the unexpected one. And that's I'll kind be 100% of, kind honest, that kind of makes me want to play the game because I kind of want to get really good at being Wigglytuff so I can beat people just with Wigglytuff. It's like uh, when uh, Smash Brothers first came out, like the new Super Smash Brothers came out, and they're like, yeah, we're adding Piranha Plant. I'm like, I want to become a Piranha Plant master because <laughs> I want people just to feel like, like crushing despair when they lose to a potted plant in a fighting game. Wigglytuff is basically just, the potted plant. I just love, like, people saw... Dreadnought from like a was it just like a player icon from one of I, these screenshots? I don't even see it. I've looked at that image like five <laughs> times, Jim. Like five times. Have not seen this Dreadnought. Like I'm taking people on their word that Dreadnought is a thing that exists in this game. Like so, this was like a this leaked on like you know on like the uh, Chinese equivalent to Twitter, um, and it was like a video, and someone got screen captures of it before it went down. And so, yeah. like, people are, like, drawing out all these, like, wild conclusions. And it's like, I see none of this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, one of the big things is, is that, you know, uh, when, with all these, like, MOBA-style games, you know, they, they really make their money off of, like, customization options. Like, basically, yeah. these, like, free peripherals that don't actually impact the game. And yeah. it looks like some of those customization options are going to be trainer customization. So it's like, like you can buy pants for your trainer. I'm like, well, thank God. Well, I mean, it works for Pokemon Go. Why wouldn't it work for, uh, for I anything mean, else? The thing is, is I mean, I Megan, has, like Megan has said, but Megan has said time and time again, all she does is buy every piece of clothing in Sword and Shield. Like I am one of those people. Like the other day, like it doesn't <laughs> matter. Pokemon Go, Sword and Shield, Minecraft. Like if there's a cool skin, I am that person. That's why I can't get into League of Legends. I just like can't do it. What? Wait. Yeah, I'm Minecraft not gonna lie. There is a skins. there is a vice. Yeah, Minecraft. Everything. That's my vice on Fortnite too. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's it's a whole know. issue for me. It's a, Meanwhile, it's a, I'm it's I'm just grateful thing. to play like Paper Mario. Like Paper Mario doesn't have any skins. You know what Paper yes. Mario has? Yeah. Amazing Hopper. puns. Just, does, it does have some pretty great puns. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Paper Mario. Let's keep rolling on the Pokemon. Here's the thing that I actually wanted to bring up because we forgot to bring it up when it came out. It like happened like in between shows. It was like right after one show or whatever. But uh, the leaked Pokemon MMO or 
quote. Oh out. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was there was that you know that big Nintendo leak that happened. Um, I guess at this point it was like two two or so weeks ago. But one of them seems to lead people to believe that you know basing it like what was it based off Fire Red and. No, so so what this was going to be was for for one thing this was going to be limited to china only so you know oh, like right. the pokemon company has or maybe hong kong i think it was hong kong only not let mainstream china um but you know so they were trying to um yeah their their plan was to like make an mmo with with fire red and leaf green i think as like the um like the kind of like the base of it but it was basically going to be like you jack your Game Boy into the internet um, to, to play this like MMO style Pokemon game. Um, it never got out of like the conceptual, like it, it didn't get very far. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, they were trying to make that happen. But it was like, it was going to be really limited, um, like to only one region. Um, yeah. I mean, that would have been, that would have been freaking amazing. That would yeah. have been so cool. I mean, it would have been it would have been neat. Uh, what? I, Are you serious? Yeah, especially was, back then, like when when MMOs and and things like that really started to to start to to pick up. Like, I would have been all over that on my fifty six k dial up modem. So it was going to be <laughs> um, it, it, it was going to be um, both for the piece. So basically. You'd have the Game Boy Advance, and then you could like bring it over to your PC, and you'd get like GameCube style Pokemon Coliseum graphics, um, and like Pokemon eggs would, and um, the Pokemon that would appear would kind of like change based on the time of like real world time of day, real world um, like weather. So kind of like Pokemon Go now, um, and it would have been playable offline uh, using the Game Boy Advance. Um, yeah. See, that's really cool. Yeah, okay. I mean, so, yeah. but, you know, th- this was originally intended only for the Chinese audience. You know, um, the Pokemon company has tried for so long to get into the Chinese market. I mean, um, yeah. you know, they uh, had, have traditionally struggled. And so Nintendo actually had like this joint venture um, with um, a company called Yen. Um, and so this was one of the proposed projects to come out of it. Obviously, it never happened. Uh, it, and also, um, as, as um, you know, Americans, we doubly would have never get, got it. Because one, uh, we never get the cool stuff. <laughs> Two, True. Still waiting on those Poké Centers. Uh, don't even get me freaking started on that. I just... Still like, wa- every, every time there is like a giveaway that's like limited to like Japan only, like I just... It just hurts me. Like no. they get so much cool merchandise, and I I yep. get it. I get it. You know, like they they like Pokemon is a way of life over there, mm-hmm. um, and in a way that it's not over here in the United States. But man, I just wish there was a way to like just even like just buy it. I, I'll I'll I have no problem like paying shipping from Japan. Like, yeah, but they don't yeah. even like yeah, make no international eighty dollars shipping. It's not eighty dollars. Come on. Like even if they opened like a poker center in the U.S. and like the weirdest, most like remote area, like somewhere in like Idaho, where just like the where like the the rent is just dirt cheap, but you just make it yeah. like a total destination. Yeah, I would absolutely. Well, not right now because of everything happening, but I'd book a flight to Idaho to yeah. go yeah. to a Pokemon center. 
Super Come on. Deep. So you're saying that you would make a trip to some sort of Pokemon theme place? Is what you're saying? Christian, I mean, don't try and jump ahead. We've got way more things to talk about before the deep dive, okay? We will get wow. to the Pokemon virtual theme park in a second. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Just let, a us, let us get through some of the rest that. of this stuff because we got to take a break soon and then we got to do our deep dive. Um, we are also going to talk about the Coco trailer, but we're going to put that in the deep dive section because we do have to take a break soon. So let's just go into some of the last two uh, little bits and then uh, we'll finish up the rest of the rest of this show. I'm trying to like makes it seem like I'm trying to rush the show along. I'm not. I just don't want to get ahead. And Christian, he is. But Christian just made me nervous. Anyway, <laughs> there is a new sword and sh- sh- I almost said shield sh- and I don't know. I mucked up. I almost royally mucked up the sword and shield pronunciation. I really don't know why. But anyway, new raid events coming to sword and shield. Yep, this is the monthly kind of like how they do the shift. So it's a new month, so new do we care? new Pokemon. Um, so the 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 big Pokemon are um, it's water and ground type Pokemon. So players can get um, you know Dreadnought, Sandaconda, uh, Gastrodon, Milotic, Quagsire, and Hippodon, um, or Hippopodon. It's like Hippo but with a Don. And an Hippowden. owl in there. Hippowden. Yeah. Uh, that one. Uh, so those are the Pokemon <laughs> that are appearing. Um, you know, kind of the nice thing is it's, uh, you know, Milotech can be kind of rare. Um, yeah. Not not really. But um, Gastrodon, of yeah. course, is a Pokemon that players uh, want because it is viable and competitive play. Um, and, uh, you know, both Dreadnought and Sandaconda have those uh, gigant or the... Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, the Gigantamax. Gigantamax forms. Yeah, I, I mm. blanked. I'm sorry. Um, lack right. of sleep. Um, but yeah, so you know, it's a new month, so time to swap out the raids. If you haven't gotten yeah. them yet, get them now. Yeah, it gives you something to do, I guess. <laughs> uh, right, and then last but not least, uh, Twilight Pokemon Twilight finale episode has been announced. Yes, Pokemon Twilight Wings is about to Twilight come out Wings. with its seventh episode, which, as we all know, this is a mini series that was only going to ever include seven episodes. Uh, so the it will be debuting this week, uh, August 6th, I believe it's when it's going out. Um, so keep an eye on that. This episode will focus on Leon. So this will be Hopper's favorite episode period to date of any Pokemon anime ever. Uh, but yeah, it's going to focus on Leon and it's going to kind of wrap up all of the loose ends that we had about the kids in the hospital and Chairman Rose and, and everybody kind of coming together for this kind of final match that Leon's going to have. So it's probably going to be emotional. It's probably going to really tick off Hopper. So everyone should watch it. I just need to know what happened to what happens to the kid from the first episode. Well, I'm going to tell you what happens. Terrified. Stop! Don't. don't Leon. Leon stop. is going to battle stop. the kid, and he's going to beat him so badly that kid is going to die. Oh my god! Now see, that just worse. takes things a little bit too far. Leon. Leon will be exposed as the murderer that only his incompetence prevented him from being in the games. Wow. Wow. It's uh, true. It's true. <laughs> uh, true. And then <laughs> on pivoting from that, before we take our break, a quick programming note for the folks who uh, may follow us on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Uh, normally Megan and I do this, but this week it's going to be Christian and myself. 
and uh, I I got uh, a box of these oh. Pokemon Darkness Ablaze cards, and we are going to go through our brick break, and hopefully, if we're lucky, we'll get the Charizard G Max full art G Max card that everyone wants. If we're not lucky, we'll get some some other stuff. But if you're uh, unfamiliar how these go, I'm going to do one really quick. Uh, so we take the pack, we're going to open it up. And then uh, I'm going to let Megan do, because, okay, so my favorite uh, Pokemon YouTuber, uh, Leon Hart, uh, does a Guess the Energy game. And so Megan and I like to play it. She's terrible at it. I'm usually pretty good. But I oh, I'm if, the worst at uh, it. If Christian can do it. So let's guess, uh, guess the energy. I'm going to guess uh, electric. I'm going fire. Mike, Christian, uh, I'll go water. Oh my wins. god! The one time, the one time I don't go water. So, so if you're watching the video, you're gonna you're gonna see some of these cards. A lot of these cards haven't been seen yet, which is awesome. So here's a Deddy N, uh, Bird Keeper Trainer card, Soul Rock card, uh, Bunnelby. That's a pretty cool Bunnelby oh, card. Vanillaite, cool. uh, oh, Gothita, Nicket, Shelmet. Uh, reverse hollow Del Caddy and a oh. not hollow Del Caddy. What a well, letdown. Awesome. That was a bit how, of a letdown. So, how much would we have freaked out if we'd gotten the Charizard G Max card? On that, first, on that first pack, that would have been amazing. Uh, that was a bit of a Truly letdown. We so, well, uh, tune in on Friday uh, and you will be able to see us uh, go through the rest of that on our adventure for some secret rares and be. Is going to be me just giving you so much flack for like an hour. It's going to yeah, be glorious. Be it's it'll open season on Jim. So stay All tuned. Right, let, let, yeah, stay tuned this Friday. Uh, check us out. You know, we'll, we'll announce it on Twitter when we're about to go live. So uh, it, it will surely be a good time. So let's take a quick break and then get back to some other Pokemon shenanigans. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right, before we get to the virtual Pokemon theme park, let's talk about the new trailer for Pokemon Coco, which is basically Ash meets Tarzan. It's Ash meets Tarzan and then Zarud, which is like the, the mythical Pokemon of this that uh, was supposed to be introduced in July, but like many movies, uh, the, the pandemic caused it to be delayed. Uh, Zarud basically just makes like a bunch of dad jokes like in Japanese and he's like this old like old man who's like my son who we still don't really know his name but we're just calling him Tarzan uh the, no we uh, know his name his name's Coco 
Oh, me. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, is yeah, that Coco? Like, I want to know if that's his real name. Like, I know that's the name that Zarud gave him, but I want to know like everything about like, did this kid have a name before Coco? No, um, he was abandoned. They, they dumped him off in the jungle to die. I don't know. Jeez. If it's a Tarzan situation, it means his parents were stuck with him and then they got eaten by leopard. So maybe a Pokemon <laughs> ate them. We don't know. This could get dark, guys. But basically, this the new full trailer is out for Pokemon Coco. Confirms that the film will still be coming out this year in Japan uh, this December. Uh, but the full trailer is basically ash like arguing with his mom setting up a whole kind of like parallel between ash and his mom and zarud the father with his human child coco um basically just like learning stuff apparently coco really thought he was a pokemon until he sees ash the first time and discovers what humans are and uh it's a it's a very interesting kind of conversation between the relationships of pokemon and human and also probably global warming and like environmentalism because somebody starts literally bombing the jungle that Zarud lives in. So he has to oh. start like fighting to protect his land um, along with his son, Coco. So it looks interesting. So things that I'm excited say. about with this is I'm pretty sure they released a promo card that's attached to this, which is Pikachu inside a Cromorant. Um, and... <laughs> I'm pretty sure, and we saw a uh, uh, Team Rocket with uh, with the Cramorant, excuse me, not a Cromorant, whatever heck I said, a Cramorant in uh, the trailer. So I'm pretty sure we are going to see Pikachu get eaten. Uh, oh, for sure. I can't wait. I can't wait. That's going to be It's going to be, be a whole thing. Ash is going to lose his mind. He's going to be like, I don't know how to react. My Pikachu was just eaten. So... Yeah, it'll, it'll be coming out. We still don't know like any details about the U.S. release. Um, I mean, as we know, Netflix is now the current torchbearer for the anime uh, with uh, Pokemon Journeys, and it, and it had the last film come out on its uh, site. So hopefully we will get a, a quicker-ish turnaround on this. Uh, just really depends on production delays given the pandemic. And Do we know if there uh, were production licensing. delays? Or did they just hold it back because theaters closed? Seems like they hold it. They held it back because theaters closed. At so that theoretically, point, they, they, the dub yeah. could be done already. Yeah, it just depends on if the Pokemon company has already sent it over to to do the dub, and if yeah, there were any imagine, production could you delays. Imagine if they released it like both on the same day, that would be. Amazing. I would lose my mind because that is so unlikely to happen. The issue is, is that so like the two main dubbing center. Well, there's three main dubbing centers for anime uh, in New York, in Texas, and then in California. Yeah. Um, all of which have been super centers and hot spots at various I mean, junctions also, for, for COVID. But also so. the, the story of this entire podcast ever since we started is that's something the Pokemon company would never do and then they do it. So yeah, uh, we asked for it. So I, I would, <laughs> I know that this film is dubbed in New York. So hopefully that they've, they've been able to either switch from at home recording to, to do something. I would love that like fingers yeah. crossed because I really want to see this movie. And what a Chris! What a nice Christmas sorry. present that would be from the Pokemon Company. It, Especially given the year we've had, like, give I, us something. Like, give it. us something. So I mean, I, I, I don't think that we're going to get like a same day. Um, but you know, the fact negative Nancy <laughs> coming in. They're they're not like you know. Uh, for one thing, for one thing, I, I'll be a hundred percent honest. Like you know, the Pokemon Company up until this most recent movie had been doing the uh 
we're going to eventually release the stuff, you know, in theaters for like a limited engagement. Um, and uh, the company that they, the Fathom events would be so ticked if like, they're yeah. like, yeah, no, we're going to go straight to streaming. Like, even if they don't like, you know, put this one out in theaters, which is doubtful because I don't think the theaters will be open by Christmas or, you know, by mid February or by late February, which is when it will actually get released here in the U S on Netflix. Um, calling that now. Um, but like, I just don't really see them suddenly going, yep. Oh yeah. We're going to release the same day and date, <laughs> uh, streaming oh, on the Netflix. world is changing. Disney is putting Mulan out on, on demand. No theaters for Mulan international theaters, but no domestic ones. Well, that's once again, because the domestic theaters are going to be closed. The, the rest of the yeah. world cannot just wait for the United States to get its, you know, act together. Oh. Right. Um, you, but, know, they, you know, they, they deserve movies. But times um, they are, times they are a changing. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, Maybe it we'll will, see that. we know the movie will be out theatrically in Japan. It's just a matter yeah. of when will it show? What will it do here in now. the U.S.? It's going to be Netflix. The question is when. So. Yep. February right. 27th, 2021. All right. Christian, mark it down. Let's talk about the virtual Pokemon theme park. It is definitely a Pokemon virtual Pokemon theme park. You just gave it away, Jim. I can't believe. Is it like so? So okay. So I have not. I did not read the story yet. So is it basically like Second Life, but Pokemon themed? (laughs) I mean, you're not. You're not too far off. So uh, the company that's behind all of this is um, this Japanese company that makes escape rooms. I don't know if like originally their plan was to make like some sort of like real like temporary theme park and then just got scrapped but like some of the images that we saw are like pretty cool like there is a a whale lord beach and a wheezing train um and i'm trying to think of some of the other stuff this is big um uh we've got a gigantamax uh ferris wheel um we've got uh, oh, I see what this is for. This is this is because they can't do the Pokemon, uh, the Pikachu Outbreak Festival. I just, I just looked at like when the actual dates of this was going to be, and it's mm-hmm. a, just straight up. It's it's the replacement for the Pikachu Outbreak Festival. Um, you know, um, and so they're kind of. I I, I literally it took me until I saw like when does this start? Oh, August thirteenth. That is literally Pokemon Pikachu Outbreak uh, week. Yep. Um, so they're kind of doing this digital equivalent to it. It's going to have a bunch of digital rides. You're going to see some Pokemon Sword and Shield battles. Um, uh, you know, they've got like, uh, like, uh, it is like a digital thing. Um, so you have the ability, I think. Like, Honestly, it, from what, from what I'm hearing and from what this looks like, like for, for like a superhero equivalent, I think this may be kind of what like the DC fandom thing is going to be. Oh. which would be really interesting. I'm, I'm, I think I'm really looking like, forward to fandom personally. It's like oh, a, boy. it's like a, um, just like a, a digital kind of like, it's like playing mist. Yeah, no, here. that's, that's, I mean, so I don't know, like have, I'm assuming that both of you guys have attended some of these like digital like conventions and stuff. Um, it it looks to be kind of like similar to that where they've like built up this like mini little world. It's got some like mini games. It's got some like, you know, like events, 
you'll be able to here's, watch some like. I just hope we get like first battles. first person views of like roller coasters that like I can put up on my on my TV screen and go woo. Yeah, those ah. are the best. My kid loves that stuff. I stick around. I know it has mini games. They better not skimp on mini games because Pokemon set a precedence with a Pokemon Coliseum back in the day. I, I want to pl- play Wackadiglet. Um, uh, Doug, it's a Doug Trio ring toss game, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. The other one is a, a shooting range with Inteleon. So, you know, there'll be a target set up a is mile really? away. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. There, you, there'll I'm be a upset. target a mile away and you have to shoot it. <laughs> now I'm upset. I'm uh, upset. I'm trying to think what, uh, you know, so this is, this is kind of like a weird, and so they're going to have like virtual events. Like, so, uh, you know, this, I, I think this is just another thing where they're, you know, the Pokemon company usually does this big live event in Japan. It's called the Pikachu Outbreak Festival. Um, if you have ever seen That's a viral you, picture yeah. of yeah. Pikachu gathering. Still- a line, a giant line of Pikachu kicking and dancing. And- uh, dancing, you know, so they, they obviously can't do that this year, um, in part because Japan is on the verge of doing a second shutdown. Um, or because- the even more viral videos of when a Pikachu dancer deflates and the, and the Japanese Secret Service, like, just Running. make them disappear. <laughs> those are my favorite videos. Yeah, though so those. Well, I I always I I loved like when they had like the the last year's one where it was like Pikachu like um like Pikachu rave was like yeah. a theme, and so you had all these like Pikachu like in rave outfits like where like waving around glow sticks. It just cracked me up. Like I love, I love the Pikachu Outbreak Festival so much. Um, it is on my like bucket list to go there. Like you know mm-hmm. when my um kids are a couple years older we are 100 percent going to take them to pikachu outbreak <laughs> festival supposing we're allowed to travel um but right. yeah no so this is like the virtual equivalent like the, the big question that i came out of this is so you know we've seen like they, they've had like super nintendo world um you know that's yeah. that's coming both you know in universal isn't coming to like universal florida yeah. like our universal yep. not just universal japan so yep. we've, we've yeah. got this, we've got like this Super Nintendo World coming um, as like a theme park. Like how close are we, do you think, to a Pokemon theme park? In the States, probably still yeah. a long time. In Japan, We can't even probably, get a Pokemon Center. We can't get a theme park here. In Japan, I, I would say it's, it's, I would say within the next 10 years, we get a Pokemon one. Well, yeah. I was just like, I just realized like, you know, if, if we're having like a literally a Mario Kart live ride, I mean, surely we've got to be getting closer. I mean, we already have the mascot costumes ready to yeah. go. Um, we we already have like the the name brand recognition. I mean, let, let's be real. If tomorrow, like you know, the Pokemon Company like announced like, hey guys, we're filling out a swamp in Orlando, and we're gonna stick like you know like the 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 Pokemon like Floridia region. Um, which is a, a you know a, a totally unique region based on oh, Florida. Oh man! And then like in po- and like you would have to use Pokemon Go to like actually like catch how, the Pokemon. How much money? I I mean like would you be like I a mean, day one? Unfathomable money. It would be. I don't so see. Here's the thing. I don't know. I like th- th- running a theme park is a is a lot of money. And I, if this was Japan, I would say yes, absolutely no problem. I don't know 
if it, it, unless it was like in the same neighborhood in Florida with Universal and Disney, mm-hmm. I think it would be I think it would be tough if it was anywhere else. Oh, well, I'm um, sure I'm sure it would be. I mean, I don't think they're gonna like open one like you know like you know Pokemon Gardens like South Carolina or something like that. <laughs> well, but I mean, um, but that's but like that's I mean that's the thing I think that's like it's. You know, we want I, I, we want to believe that Pokemon's got that brand name recognition here in the states, and it does. I mean, it makes a ton of money here in the states, but does it make an does it make that much money? And I think that may be one of the reasons why, like, we really haven't gotten Pokemon centers yet here in the states. I mean, we're definitely not getting them now since malls are basically um, desolate yeah. wastelands. But you know, if uh, you know, but you know, if we didn't get something like that, you know, during the you know the big mall heyday, I don't know. You know, it's yeah. it's funny you you bring up the malls. Uh, one city over from me, uh, like one of their local malls, just opened up, and it's like it's tacky as heck, but it cracks me up. A basically uh, illicit Pokemon shop. Um, it's called like Original One Fifty One, and they resell um, like Pokemon plushes and Pokemon clothing that they basically get from the Pokemon centers. Um, and it's like it cracks me up, but it has become like a little like mini mecca um, for people. I don't know how like it's doing stuff. right now, but like right, it opened like right before uh, the pandemic hit, and people oh, that man. like in all my Pokemon Go groups were like traveling over there, um, and like you know couldn't just because it was a store dedicated to Pokemon, um, and they were making like the hour trip uh, to go out there, and it just kind of cracked me up, like. <laughs> um, that you say that it doesn't have, you know, that walls are desolate wastelands, but yet. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. yes, but you know. We'll I mean, see. I right. think the thing is, it definitely fits better with Japan. I mean, Japan's making oh, yeah. a Studio Ghibli park. I mean, they they have like a bunch of, you know, more niche theme parks and, and attraction areas than America does that does successfully to the point that the Pokemon company would be willing to invest in. Um, so I hope. I hope they do it one day. That would be really cool. They it just like Nintendo really fits like that brand name of mm-hmm. like global recognition. So I don't know. I can only hope. But for now, we'll just have to settle for this digital thing. <laughs> I mean, I would think in Japan, I would think a Pokemon one probably has a better chance of doing better than a generic Nintendo one. But that's neither yeah. here nor there. So, all right, Christian, Pokemon fact of the week. What you got for us? Voltarb is a Pokeball. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> is Voltorb a is it is it a Pokeball that has gained sentience? Yes. Or is it a or is it a man made poke like no? So Pokemon. they're hidden in decades worth of Poke Pokedex entries is is the horrifying reality that Voltorb is a Pokeball come to life. Uh, so fact: Voltorbs were originally first discovered in a Pokeball factory. Two, it is believed that a Voltorb first became Voltorb when a Pokeball was hit with a strange surge of energy. This is literally the equivalent to like a mimic from D&D, only mm. it's a Pokeball. I mean, you know, like, and so people always ask like, yeah, what, what is the deal with Voltorb? And the answer is, it's literally a Pokeball that has come to life to kill you because it explodes. And like, but I don't get, but I don't get how it evolves into Electrode. Well, I mean, I know, get how, but like, well, you see, Jim, when a Pokemon is a certain enough, high enough level. But, um, I mean, I get that. But, yeah, no, well, it reverses. And the, this really weird thing with Electrode, and here's a horrifying fact. 
when Electrode gets, like, engorged with energy, um, and, like, I wish I was, like, exaggerating with, like, their use of word, uh, you know, their, their, Right, their word choice. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they say, like, it's like, oh, yeah, when it's just, like, you know, gorges itself, it's like, jeez, dude, chill, <laughs> Pokedex writer. Um, they float in the air, and they're literally just, like, floating bombs that blow up for fun and malice. Yeah, Electrode is, like, a truly horrifying Pokemon. Another one of those one-note Pokemon that there's nothing interesting about, other than the fact that they apparently float in the air to kill you. Yeah. Um, but and Voltorb, they're almost always angry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, with Voltorb, you know, like, the big thing is, like, there's, like, three or four, like, two or three Pokedex entries that, like, kind of were, like, yeah, no, there's a re- like, Voltorb just isn't, like, a Pokemon that has evolved to look like a Pokeball, you know, that has, like, adapted the look of a Pokeball. It's literally a Pokeball, guys. <laughs> it just straight up is. There's, there's no hiding it. It's just, it's a Pokeball. But I love how also, too, like, in the things, like, they're so sensitive that, like, the slightest touch and boom, they explode. Yeah. I mean, I would believe it, um, you know, because they're abominations against God and man. That's why. I'm waiting I'm waiting for them to, like, announce, like, a pre-evolution of Voltorb that's literally, like, a, just a really small version of it. So it looks like a really tiny Pokeball. So, like, there's trainers all over regions that, like, go to grab a Pokeball. Joke's on you. It's a Voltorb. <laughs> that is one of the things that always confused me about the original Pokeball game, Pokemon games is that, you know, uh, when you go into the power plant, you know, there's Voltorb oh, yeah. everywhere. And so you go to grab the Pokeball and suddenly, no, it's a Pokeball. It's, it's a Voltorb instead. And it's like, how do you confuse one for the other? Because, yeah. you know, yeah. we know that Voltorbs are like the size of beach balls. Well, Pokeballs yeah, are the right, size of the like thing. a softball. Yeah. Like, yeah. Voltorb so should bigger. be the size of expanded pokeballs but they're not they're bigger which yeah is, so maybe it's because they it's grow the soul inside of it that apparently maybe maybe baby voltorb are the size of po- regular pokeballs who knows yeah just, really that's exactly what i want i want baby voltorb pre-evolution that just murders people it is also the- i feel like this is a commentary on like actual pokeballs like is it wrong to capture pokemon like voltorbs are so angry at the idea of pokeballs that they just spontaneously explode like the pita like the pita of the pokemon universe uses and that's the thing and the thing is like like what is pokeball energy like has that ever been explained no never like that 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 purpley light and all like the stuff they used to put them inside a freaking fruit remember apricorn (laughs) balls were just like they're like oh yeah you can take this apricorn carve it and turn it into a pokeball it's like how you, you're literally taking a walnut <laughs> and sticking a freaking tyranitar in it like how does that make any sense like you know like explain that one to me like put that 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 pokeballs in general make no sense they they yeah. are an unexplained bit of lore which it's just kind of like it's all weird because it's like ah oh, yes before we invented the matter to energy concept that pokeballs are centered around we just stuck them in like freaking nuts and it's like <laughs> all right well we work. gotta get out we gotta get out of here so let's uh we'll wrap this up um next week we'll probably read some reviews we did get some reviews in over the last couple of weeks and so we definitely will read those next week but so if you want a chance to win a not win if you just want a chance to earn a free comicbook.com t-shirt leave us a five-star review on itunes and if we read it on the air We'll send one out to you, uh, obviously, when we're back in the office, which we still don't know when, but hopefully it is soon so we can get everyone who has done it all of their shirts. We promise they are coming. So 
Uh, with that being said, if you want to get in touch with us and, and you know talk Pokemon with us, at us, or whatever, you can find me on Twitter at Jim Viscardi. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. And I am at C Hoffer C Bus. So until next time, folks, we will catch you at the same time, same place next Thursday. Have a good one. Thank you.